supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen. presents Spooky South Coast with your hosts, Tim Weisberg and Matt Costa. Hello, good evening. And welcome to Spooky South Coast. I am Matt Costa. A little off to a little late start today. No Tim Weisberg. That's probably why. Everything goes to goes to crap. <laughs> we can say crap on, on it's after nine o'clock. I think that's allowed. Yeah. But um, yep, we're kicking off the show a little late. Thanks to the Bruins. Did anybody catch to see if they won? No. I, I believe they did. I don't know what those signs. Those four to two. Four to two. Four to two. There we go. All we right, have a Bruins so. fan in the room because I'm certainly a Red Sox One girl. <laughs> well, that's fine. But in, joining us in the studio, Stephanie Burke, the host for tonight. Hello. Matt Moniz and our guest Andrew Lake. Howdy. We love Andrew Lake. We always love Andrew Lake. He's the new Chris Balzano. He gets us out of uh, <laughs> out of Chris, Chris actually <laughs> officially dug me that we. Went to a special yeah. place, and I knelt down, and he touched uh, me with a sword and said, you are now the Chris Belzano of, of Massachusetts. Do we have photo proof of that? Uh, no, there were no cameras uh, allowed at the ceremony. Oh, okay. That was that, was that yeah, serious. It's kind of like a Masonic thing. You know, so you're Sir that. Andrew Lake. Yes. Or no. Sir Chris Belzano No, but Chris two. basically said that. He goes, I'm out of here, dude. I'm going to put everybody towards you. Like, yeah. you're, you're the guy now. <laughs> <laughs> He's spooky, really South Coast. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Very, very yeah, South Coast. Literal South Coast. All right, so... So what do we got going on tonight? What do we have going on? We have a lot to talk about, for we one, do. because Andrew is a wealth of knowledge. He always is. I always tell everybody right. he's one of my most favorite people in the whole entire world. I could drive with him all over, never mind New England, because I've done that already, but all over the country. And he could say garbage, garbage, garbage. <laughs> and I would be so intrigued. And my secret, I make it all up. <laughs> just free, it. just free it was, flow. I knew all these stories were too good to be true. We definitely asked you on tonight because yeah. you are an amazing person to talk to. You have so much knowledge about everything, in my opinion, but especially the ghosts of Rhode Island. Yeah. So I'm interested to get into that with you a little bit later. And I know Matt said we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to cover. A little bit of a recap, maybe some weak and weird. What possibly, do you think, Matt? Possibly. I don't know. I don't know. It's your ship. It's my show. It's your ship. It's your ship. You're putting now. all the pressure on me? Well, what pressure, do we have going on for weird? Press them down. Weak and weird? Yeah. Let's save that for later. You want to save that later? Yeah. Okay. We'll, te- we'll tease it. We'll tease it? That's what they call a tease in the biz. <laughs> well, I was just trying to be nice and follow Tim's rules because <laughs> right. Tim's shoes are pretty big to fill. They are. And they it's are. just you and me. He's got big feet. He does have big feet. Mm. That is very true. But he usually does everything right. extremely routine. So I was trying to follow the routine and be good. But look at you breaking the rules. I know. When the cat's away, the mice will play. That's crazy. That's crazy. I hope Sorry, he doesn't listen Tim. to this podcast because I don't know. <laughs> because he'll we'll, be shaking his head the whole time. We'll, we'll get we'll get scolded. By Maybe <laughs> we might be punished and banned right. from Spooky South Coast and WBSM for right. the rest of our lives. It could happen. Yeah. Well, but again, this is Spooky South Coast on WBSM fourteen twenty. If uh, anyone would like to call in and uh, just talk about paranormal stuff. One eight seven seven nine nine six fourteen twenty, 
or 508-996-0500. Call in. We'll talk about cryptids, ghosts, aliens, whatever's on your mind. Ice cream sundaes, hot dogs. Ice cream sundaes, hot dogs. We can talk about Gary's best hot dogs. Yes. Ever since you guys started talking about that, I just want New York system. Which I I have surpassed my record of (laughs) three full wieners. And I it, watched it tough. happen. It yeah, was, tough. Um, right. you know, I didn't think you were going to make it through. No, it gave me indigestion. It did. It uh, did I'll it. admit it. I'll totally admit it. <laughs> I don't think it's normal to right. eat six hot dogs for lunch. But I think it is. For our listeners at home. I don't know. I saw a bear eat like 30. <laughs> <laughs> is that possible? Yeah. They, oh, there's videos online. Ooh. You need to search. You need to search the Google tubes. I'm okay with that. I <laughs> I was okay with my three hot dogs, and it took me a little while to put those down. Right. But you were a legend today at yeah, lunch. We were, we were just going over uh, what we were going to talk about tonight, and uh, I just, I just, I just, uh, you just went I for destroyed it. them. You did. I conquered. And you haven't mentioned that second hot dog in. You were a little unsure of yourself. Uh, yeah. You made it to number six, and he looked at me five minutes later and said, "I think I'm still hungry." I know. It went, it went from <laughs> two to like six, and then. It was, it was it was all history from there. So yeah. I don't know how you did it, my friend. Right. But this you is great it. radio. You talk about me being fat. Everybody wants wieners <laughs> at home. I'm telling you, there are people driving down the road going, oh, "I gotta get wieners now." Right. Talk right. about you but being Gary's, fat. Gary's breast is pretty good. It was fantastic, and I was right. the one that had to stand at the window and say, "Can I have 15 hot dogs, yeah. please?" Hey, can you imagine? They probably thought I was insane. I'm sure. No, I'm sure. Like you weren't the only one. Maybe, maybe They had not. an incredible deal. They had whole families going up and just ordering six hot dogs. And here, Matt right. and I, 15 hot dogs, please. <laughs> so, we yeah, you, you weren't wearing a hemp sweater and, and had red eyes. So they had <laughs> I, I think I saw somebody in, behind us trying to do math. And they were like, <laughs> they were like 15 isn't divisible. Like, yeah. What? By, by two people, are they going to split the last one? How's this going to work? That I think been... it threw, threw the people off in the window as well. Oh, it did. And I knew them, so it was like, even worse. They were, they were like, don't you want 18? No. 15, please. <laughs> we want the odd number. Right. Nobody would split six hot dogs right. did they? Me. Did they put all the wieners up their arm as they no, made them? No, surprisingly <laughs> not. But they had them all set and ready to go in sets of six because the special today was six hot dogs, a soda, and a bag of chips for $1.75. Yeah, and it's, it's going on it's tomorrow going on tomorrow. Well. So anybody out there? This whole Mother's Day weekend, take your mother out for, some, for a wiener. <laughs> for some hot dogs. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Give Thanks your, for going there, give, buddy. I appreciate your, it. Give your mother a wiener. From me. Silence. <laughs> Where do we go from that comment? Hmm. Up. <laughs> well, we can, we can take a she, commercial break if you'd like. That's what she said. Oh. We can take a commercial break. We can break. absolutely do that. Okay, You're the we'll boss. we'll take a commercial break. I'm trying to behave. <laughs> You're listening to Spooky South Coast here on WBSM 1420. If you want to give us a call, one 996 1420 508 996 and we'll be right back after a break. Spooky South Coast is back. Lean forward Right. <laughs> Welcome back to Spooky South Coast. I am Matt Costa. With us is Matt Moniz, science advisor, Andrew Lake. And Stephanie Burke. 
Oh, yeah, I was going to call you Tiffany. You can't call me Tiffany. It's, it's Tiffany Rice. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt Costa Stephanie is fired, Burke. everyone. He will not be on the rest of the oh, radio geez. show. You're, 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 the, you're the host for like 20 minutes. and then like. Well, someone's going to take charge around here and remember what people's names. Whatevs. It's only fair. Whatevs. Anyway. Disappointed in you. We love you. All right, well, we're going to battle it out um, on the, the mid-show anyway. break, me and you. But okay. before we do that... Um, for those of you out there that have never experienced, or you may have, and you're curious to go back, um, an amazing medium, um, actually a good friend and colleague, Maureen Hancock, will be at the Z. WBSM and the Clubhouse at Hawthorne present Maureen Hancock, the Comedian Medium, live. That's going to be June 12th at the Zyterion Theater in New Bedford. You guys will be able to witness the most unique family reunion you'll ever witness as she delivers messages from those who have passed on. I've witnessed this myself at least four or five times personally um i've been in the crowd or i've been working the event and it's an amazing experience so for those of you that are looking for no we've actually never had maureen hancock on the show right nope you haven't we should should probably get her i'm working on uh working on candace dalton we're gonna get her on here and the zyterian theater that's a big theater it it actually uh, is i know she's done one before to do a gallery reading of that size that must take a I've actually been to. I her. must take a toll. I know you. Um, I was going to say you people, but uh, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, Matt. <laughs> it's like what do you mean, you people? Does, yeah, say that with a southern accent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm. I know it does take a toll, and like uh, that, that is quite a quite a few people. Yep, I've seen her do shows of fifty to anywhere to four hundred, and she's amazing either oh. way. And it does take a pretty good, you know, physical toll on you by the end of the night. But she does an amazing job. She's full of great energy. She's funny, and she's just wonderful to be around. So. Um, if you've been before, you haven't been before, this is a great, great opportunity. Um, and the Zaitarian's an awesome place anyways. Right, yeah, I love that place. So um, I grew up going there. My grandfather used to own it. So um, it's amazing. General mission tickets are available right now on Zaitarian.org. You can call the Zaitarian box office number at 508-994-2900. And if you need more info or details on the show, you can visit WBSM.com. Right. Again, uh, that date was June 12th. June 12th. Thursday, June 12th. All right. At an amazing, supposedly haunted place. I've heard the rumors. Right. Me too. Has well, anybody uh, investigated the Z? No one has investigated, no. no. But I remember being there as a kid and seeing all kinds of different things going on and you know, freaking out my grandparents and my parents and all that fun stuff. So it's definitely got some really old, cool energy to it. The theaters, right. theaters are amazing. Yes, uh, they are. There are some books, entire books, that are nothing but theater yes. ghosts. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, we think of all the emotion and passion within theaters hmm. yeah you know, and, and yeah there's got to be some residual energy there yeah it'd be a cool thing to to do eventually yeah. hopefully maybe <laughs> z if you're listening let us in <laughs> too funny yeah who do we know over there i don't know yeah. maybe i'll just maybe walk in and say hi that's my grandfather's name on the wall <laughs> by the way do you have ghosts <laughs> by the way that's something that's to ask. Yeah, it's um, it's an interesting place. There's lots of rumors that aren't true about it, but um, like no hangings or I've heard you know doors that lead to nowhere. That stuff's not true, but it definitely does have some. As soon funny as stuff going soon on. as somebody starts talking about the paranormal location, yes, all the urban legend stuff, just like lint on a sweater, starts gathering. That's it's, a very yeah. good right. analogy. I like get, that. You got to get the lint razor out and take all that yes. stuff off to see the sweater again. Yep, and it's usually funny, but. Urban legends usually cover up the better stories. That's right. 
Or at least that's my own opinion. No, that's been my experience time and time again. The cool stuff is just hidden underneath that nobody bothers to look for because they're willing to settle for the rumor. I mean, we've talked about it many, many times, but the red-headed hitchhiker of Rehoboth. Yes. You know, I remember talking to Chris Belzano uh, many years ago about it. He said, you know, I love the story, but I'm starting to think it's nothing more than an urban legend because every Mm -hmm. time I hear something about it, it's... It's just got that that quality of an urban legend, but of late, you know, Matt and Tim and myself and and a few others have run into some people that have looked us in the eye. Finally, Mm -hmm. after all these years of it's my cousin's brother's next door neighbor's (laughs) friend, we finally had people look us in the eye and say, "No, he's real. I have seen him. I've 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 encountered him." Yeah. What do you think, or at least what's your opinion on? An urban legend, giving life to an urban legend, creating it with your own energy because the story's talked about so much. Rather it being the just tulpa? a ghost. Yeah, yeah, the, the mm-hmm. whole tulpa uh, concept. Um, I think that is a uh, an interesting idea. I mean, the, the human mind is, a, is a, a mysterious thing. It is. And I think the idea of people putting... You know, so much belief into a story, like like the uh, the the, the Slender Man. Mm-hmm. I'm I, I on Facebook. Every, it seems like every month I see somebody posting what they think is a legitimate picture of Slender Man, and that was all an experiment. Some mm-hmm. guys created him with a couple of really spooky photographs, and there are people out there that are like, "Oh, I've seen him. Oh, I've seen him. I've got him in a photograph." And it's like somebody made that up. But now that you start looking at some of these photographs and people are genuinely saying, I don't know what to explain. That figure is in the picture. Is it like, are we now dealing with a tulpa? Has Slender Man been created out of a need for that for that legend? It's very interesting. It kind of makes you wonder what we're actually capable of. Yeah. Uh, in your uh, investigations, and uh, your, do you ever uh, follow a trail of breadcrumbs where it ends up that uh, to be like something that is completely made up? Uh, when, you, when you're doing research for your book, well, yeah, I mean, uh, as you guys, you guys have had uh, Jason Mayu on, uh, who did the uh, the Haunted Rhode Island series. Um, I helped him with the second one, uh, the Legends of Dolly Cole, and that started. You know, I started looking into that legend and and, uh, and found out that it was completely made up, and I even found the source of it, mm-hmm. and I was really disappointed to see that it was somebody who's been poking around in the paranormal for quite some time. He even, he even wrote for one of Jeff Belanger's books, one of his encyclopedias, I believe, of Haunted Places. And uh, I tried to you know, talk to the guy about his research, and he just avoided me like the plague. So that was it. I knew something was up, and the more I went into it, this whole story about this young prostitute, a member of the, you know, the Cole family being murdered up on Tucker Hollow Road in Foster and and uh, you know, and uh, you know, she was a witch, and she was a vampire, and all this. And you tore it all apart, and it was like, no, this is all nonsense. However, I was talking to enough people that are like, no, I've seen that woman in that same location along the river. So, the more I looked into it, there was a legitimate ghost story, but it wasn't Dolly Cole. I found in the records, I found uh, Betsy Grayson, uh, who died uh, the same year. That's right, that you she did. Yep. But. Um, you know, the, the point is, when you took all the urban legend junk away, there was a great ghost story there. Yes. And then all the stupid little things like she was a witch. Well, there was a, a couple of witches in Foster, and one is a ghost up on Tucker Hollow Road. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the one who wore clothing. She was, she was you know, a bit of a, uh, a recluse. You know, she's, she was a vampire. Well, no, but one of Rhode Island's vampires is from Foster. Mm-hmm. She's buried in the, the southwest corner. So it's a confabulation of all, yeah, all of the stories. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, and then people would just keep adding it and adding it and adding it. And the thing 
thing that I found so great, and that's why um, you know uh, the guys from Haunted Rhode Island did it as an episode, mm-hmm. is it was really cool to see this urban legend destroyed, but it wasn't like I was a spoiled sport trying to ruin a great story. I think I found more compelling. You told the right story. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and to have people come to me and say, wow, I was never going to say anything, but... I was at that spot in the river with my my stepbrother, and we experienced this. And and to have, I think, a total of three people now have seen the same kind of weird mist appear out of the water and take a vague human shape in the same location of the stream and do Mm -hmm. the same thing after forming. And they weren't going to tell anybody. But then once they got to talk to me and realized, hey, maybe I can trust this guy with this story. And I'm, again, listening to somebody telling the same experience that somebody else shared with me. They don't know one another. In one case, the guy didn't even know I was a ghost hunter, and he just shared this, this story, and it happened in the same spot. So, you know, like Jeff Belanger says, don't, you know, don't go destroying the story because, you know, stories are great. And it's like don't try to, you know, um, you know trash it and be, you know, a wet blanket. And he's absolutely right. But and, and especially in that case of Dolly Cole, I found that destroying all the urban legend myth stuff was a good thing to do and it still was left with an even better juicier story that had some historic information yeah. to back it up and as well as modern day witnesses so yeah so there are, is like a seed of truth in uh, most urban legends. yeah yeah i mean the, the, yeah there is a um uh, longleat in wiltshire uh, uh england um a really great place it's not too far from stonehenge um, a terrific family uh, uh, owns the place, and it's, it's really amazing. But they had a ghost of a, um, a young swordsman mm-hmm. that was seen around uh, the place, and the family was always told that you know one of their ancestors uh, had an affair with this young swashbuckler, and the lord of the house found out about it and challenged him to a duel, and the story was he killed the kid, this young, this young buck that was sleeping with his wife, mm-hmm. and buried him. And they always thought, well, it's an interesting legend. Well late 1800s they went to go do some uh renovations and had to pick up all this uh, tile work in the basement and there was the guy <laughs> there he was with his wow. with, with his decayed outfit and, yep. and his sword and and uh forensics showed that he'd been he had been stabbed by a, a rapier and you know the, the marks of yeah. the bone so after all these years of the family going no we see him and this is the story we've been told and everybody's like yeah but where's the evidence well a couple of plumbers lifted up some stones went oh look at that so wow. so it's it's great when when actual i know, love the evidence yeah, i love the historical fact everything if you had to pick what drives you toward the paranormal what your favorite part is about doing what you do what would it be Oh, just um, uh, the fact that, you know, so many people say that, well, the supernatural and the paranormal isn't real. Just like the bumper for the mm-hmm. show. I love that, that, that bit where the guy goes, I know the paranormal isn't something that's supposed to happen, but it does. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, I've almost said that to so many homeowners while going mm-hmm. to investigate their house. And that's what I love. It's There's so many sticks in the mud yes. that have just screwed themselves in and said, nope, this is all nonsense. And you meet one of those people who have had the experience. And they don't know what to do with it. And for me, those moments are just great because it's something that's not supposed to happen. And here's somebody who always thought that, and now they're telling me, no, I, I saw that woman just walk down the hallway and go right through that, that wall. You know, I saw that. I, I saw that guy. I love when that happens. And, and yeah, it just goes to, to show that we don't know what's going on around us. We have our own daily reality. Everybody's so busy, they don't realize it anymore. I was talking to Ron Kolick on his radio show Mm -hmm. uh, just uh, uh, Monday. We were talking about fairies and and, and so on and Mm -hmm. so forth. 
And uh, I, I was just saying to him, I've come to the, the, the conclusion that, you know, looking into the stories of wee folk, pugwudgies, and fairies, that our minds can just possibly be shutting all this stuff out. It's going on around us, but it just isn't part of our everyday reality. So we just kind of... It's almost like we need special 3D glasses that we just put in front of our eyes and all of a sudden you see everything that yeah, everybody live. talks about. Oh my God, it's surrounded, but yeah. you don't realize it. I, um, Growing up with an Irish family and you know strong Irish roots and listening to those stories of our family from Ireland that come over and talk about the leprechauns and talk about the fairies and you know the the urban legends and things like that but the true belief is still there yeah. and you know people say like oh the Irish is gullible it's not no. so much that they're gullible no. it's just that nobody's ever removed that from them nobody's ever told them no it's not real don't believe in it and I grew up that way and most people don't where I you know being you know psychic medium and my mom having the gift as well, nobody told me I was wrong. Everybody just kind of let me develop in my own mm-hmm. way, and it never left me, and it still hasn't. And my poor brother, who's sitting in the corner right now, is probably thinking, gee, thanks. Because <laughs> uh, same thing with him. He grew up the same way, and you know, I'll get the text at 3 or 5 o'clock in the morning saying, hey, can you make them leave me alone so I can sleep? <laughs> so I feel bad, but at the same time, you know, I, I love that part of my life, and I... You know, it's a gift and a curse at times. It, yeah, it does come well, I can only at times where you don't want it to. You know, walking down the aisle in the grocery store, you're just trying to buy, you know, dinner. And, yeah. you know, things happen. Um, even as you're talking right now, um, Candace Dalton and I joke about it. You know, when we start talking about these things, your mind starts opening up to it. We call it funny eyes. Our eyes start to unfocus and you start to hear the information. So I have to focus on you and keep staring at you so it doesn't happen. <laughs> but I love that part of my life and I couldn't imagine living any other way. And I can't. I can't understand how people just go through their everyday life and not connected with any type of anything besides wake up, eat breakfast, go to work, yeah. come home, eat dinner, yeah. go to bed. Well, you know, um, I refer to, you know, anybody who doesn't know me out there, um, you know, I have a group called Greenville Paranormal Research, and it consists of me. <laughs> and uh, it's just basically, it's just, a, it's just a way to present myself. But um, I really felt that, you know, when I was looking for some kind of moniker that paranormal and research were basically what I was all about. But a lot of people I've seen have tried to like grab that. A lot of groups figure, hey, that's kind of sounds mm-hmm. like it fits and, and they'll take that moniker too to like, you know, to show that, that that's the angle they're going from. But I then, you know, talk to these people and I don't think they understand that, you know, the way I look at it is it's paranormal research. Mm-hmm. There's research where you go to the town hall until your eyes bleed reading old <laughs> quill writing. And then there's paranormal research and you know, that's how I, I got to know uh, Stephanie was, you know, that's how I got to, to know you and Tiff and, and a few other people, um, because that's the type of research I'm doing. And so many so-called ghost hunters and paranormal groups will not step outside the box and walk away from the equipment. Just like everyday people. Exactly. And 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 follow that. And the reason why is because I've learned you're never going to prove the existence of ghosts. You're never going to prove right. that hauntings happened. It's a belief system. Um, I've caught some amazing things. Uh, Matt was with me one time when uh, I just by chance caught a um, uh, what we believe is a is a form in, in infrared yes. walking by a doorway, and you uh, identify them as as Benjamin Fearing, the mm-hmm. guy who built the, the house. But so many people have looked at that picture for about five seconds, and they go, "Oh, it's just the knob on the railing out in front of you." It will never matter the, to people. And these are other ghost hunters. These aren't you know skeptics. So I got to the realization that it's like. Yeah, it'd be really cool to say I was the guy who finally proved it, but it's not going to happen. Right. And plus, what good is that? What right. good is it? And so um, getting the story straight, doing the research, but 
where are these stories coming from? They're coming from real people who have contacted me and said, look, um, my kid is, is crying in the middle of the night. Now, I'll give you mm-hmm. an example. Um, Nicole and I, mm-hmm. um, uh, your listeners know she was just on recently, uh, expert in the Crystal Skulls. Um, she got uh, contacted by a friend uh, that knew a, a young couple up in Worcester. And we just went up there the other day, uh, Wednesday. Um, and they were really scared because something was going on in their eight-month son's you know, right. bedroom. And it got to the point where the father went in to comfort the kid crying in the middle of the night and literally saw whatever it was walk right out of the room in human form uh, and just wow. got a glimpse of it. And um, the day we went up Wednesday, uh, the mother called saying, you guys are coming, right? Because I'm a little concerned. I just laid the baby down, put his blanket over him, left him with his bottle, uh, went out in the kitchen, walked in, and the bottle and the blanket were on the other side of the room. And hmm. this is an eight-month-old who can right. barely get up on his knees. There's no way he's tossing a bottle and a blanket to the other side of the right. room. So they were they were concerned. Now, a lot of people will go, yeah, right, paranormal research, you're using psychics, whatever. Yeah, you can't prove anything with that. Again, folks, I'm not trying to prove anything. But to bring Nicole, who is a very talented spirit medium. Yes, yeah, she is. Uh, brought her into the place completely cold, had no idea. Even though she was the one that was originally contacted, mm-hmm. she handed everything over to me to isolate her from, from the case. She walked to all the the hot spots the, uh, this, this young couple uh, were concerned with. And after spending some time in the house, she came to the conclusion that this was a simple person, a mm-hmm. guy who was, not, was never going to be an adult. And in his late teens, he was responsible for his own baby brother's death in an accident. Wow. And his father berated him. You're, mm-hmm. you're an idiot. You're an f- absolute worthless nothing. I lost my good son to you. Mm-hmm. And here he is not leaving this old house in Worcester. And what's right there in the environment? Another little boy. Right. And there was nothing sinister going on. Uh, he wasn't trying to scare the family. And he was telling Nicole, uh, you know, he's just like my little brother. And I want to prove that, you know, I'm, I'm good and I, I didn't mean to hurt him and I can help you know, with this. And Nicole said she had a conversation with him to move along. So far, the apartment's been quiet. And this is what I've, this is the third one now that I've done with Nicole. Uh, you know, personally, I've you know, done a few cases, as you know. But the point I'm rambling about here is the family was concerned. What is the motivation of this haunt? Do we have to move out of this apartment now? Um, is there a simple down-to-earth explanation? But some of the stuff that was happening right in front of them. It's scary to people that oh, are yeah. used to it. Absolutely. Oh, oh, yeah. I told Nicole on the way up. I didn't want to let on to her. I said, well, the two things that have happened today, um, you know, I don't blame them for being right. rattled. But that's the point. Help people. We have to take a quick break, but we will be back in a little bit. Uh, yeah, we got another minute left. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh, but anyway, just to... Oh, we were, we were told <laughs> yeah, we were taking yeah, yeah. a break. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. I was going to hit this music. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was. That's, that's going to do it for the uh, first hour of Spooky South Coast here on WPSM 1420. Uh, we will see you guys on the other half of the news with Andrew Lake, author of Ghosts Hunting... Southern New England. I'm sorry. Ghost Hunting Southern, Southern New England. England. You got it, bud. There's more of that title, though, isn't there? Yeah, this is like a subtitle, right, America's okay. Haunted Road Trip Series. Yes. Yeah. And your website quick so people can look on oh, exactly. greenvilleparanormal.com. Awesome. All right, and we will see you guys after the news. From what grave did I come? From what evil mixture was I compounded? I have no time for all the time I need to put an end to you. Come to find me, to destroy the monster. 
Look, I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen, but it does it. Your hosts, Tim Weisberg and Matt Costa. Hey everyone, we're back in the second hour of Spooky South Coast tonight. I am here with Matt Costa, silent assassin, who's not so silent tonight. Matt Moniz, our science advisor. For those of you that don't know, I'm Stephanie Burke, and we are here with our wonderful guest tonight, Andrew Lake. Howdy, folks. So, what were we talking about before we got rudely interrupted? No, no, not at all. No, um, no, we were just saying that, um, you know, uh, besides getting the, the stories straight, the facts straight, um, the other thing that I've, I've come to the realization over the past few years is, is one of the best things I can do, the most valuable thing I can do as a, as a you know, so-called ghost hunter, is to help people who are dealing with this for probably the first time in their life. I mean, I have had a case not too long ago in Socket where the brother and sister had told me they had a ghost in a house they lived in many years ago. But what bothered them was the fact they were bringing in their great-grandkids just to live in the house. So if they had a ghost, as adults, they felt they could they could deal with it. But they wanted to know what exactly, you know, are we dealing with here? And that's the, the kind of thing that I, I really like like to do. And I've, I've been paid a lot of compliments over the years. People have said, you know, I wasn't sure how to wrap my brain around what was going on. You know, either in my home, my apartment, right. my business, and after sitting with you and having coffee with you, and, and, and you throwing out some you know theories and everything, I you know I think I, I I can understand this a little bit better, and I'm not so frightened of it because that's the first thing I try and let people know. It's like this this is your home, this is your environment, even if you just moved into it. Whoever's still here, yeah, they have their claim to the environment. And I'm not going to try and make anybody go away, but um, you know, you just got to put your foot down and say, hey got that nonsense out i live here now stop doing the business with the doors you know you, you kind of you got to realize that you know you're not dealing with the hollywood supernatural right where the thing can do anything paranormal activity um, which is not to say that some 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 you know so-called ghosts uh, can't do things that are absolutely shocking rattling and, and can kind of like you know mm-hmm. tweak you we've seen some of that yeah yeah you know uh most most common that i keep running into is remote controls being stolen I, uh, there's one house you know we'll touch on in a minute yes. where that happens a lot but uh i've i've heard this from other people it's like they and why because in our day and age the tv is like it's become like our best buddy most people just god sit. forbid we lose our remote yeah right. and, and, and you're holding on to that up. thing and when you think about, like, you know... Well, they don't even put buttons on They the don't. I was just going to say, anymore. if I no. lost my remote, I wouldn't yeah. be able to work my television. Yeah, so when you think of it, people hold on to this yeah. so much. It's just like, you know, uh, when uh, so some spirit back mediums... back to our simian nature and we start banging it. That's <laughs> well, I mean, I'm old enough to remember when there was only a few channels and you had to get up and turn the knob. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm that old. But, um, no, when you think of it, it's like, you know, when, yeah. when a you know, spirit medium or, or a psychic wants to do a reading on you, oh, they ask for a personal item. And keys are great because we always have the keys on us. And it's... You know, this very personal thing, but it seems like, I don't know, I wonder if certain things can get kind of tainted with your energy, and that helps those from the other side of the veil make contact with physical items, and that's why they don't move 
everything in the house, but they can move those important things. There's like so keys. many questions. For yeah. some people, that would be the refrigerator. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and re- seriously, uh, food supplies and refrigerators, yes. we've run into yes. that where pe- people well, mess pantry, Pantries are yeah. one of the biggest that's yeah. uh, messed mm. with. Well, it was uh, the, the, the folks at the, the Sam West house yes. bought a whole bag of potatoes to make hash browns <laughs> the next day. Mm-hmm. Every potato was gone the next day. I don't care how big your rats are. They're not walking right. around with every potato you just well, bought. It's because they pay attention earlier. to us, and people don't realize that yeah. they're a living form in their own sense, not obviously yeah. physically living, but they can watch us. They can evaluate us. And um, like I tell everybody, it's the fear of the unknown. You you don't know what you're up against, and that's why you're afraid of it. But yeah. there's been so many times where people think, oh, it's just my house that's haunted. Let me move, and I'll be fine. No. They yeah. don't realize that. It's you. You're not haunted, but you're attracting the energy. I grew up in a house that was built in 1792. It was part of the Underground Railroad. It's like Grand Central Station when you're trying to sleep. (laughs) I didn't sleep for years. Um, And it was nothing bad. It was just everybody was just so interested in wanting to talk to me or to, you know, ask for help. But I spent most of my life ignoring it because I'm like, oh, I just I just want to do my own thing. I'm too cool for this. You know, you're a teenager. You don't care. You want to hang out with your friends, not talk to ghosts. (laughs) So... After a while, it was just, ugh, like, go away, do your own. But um, I recently moved three years ago. Obviously, I got married, and I bought my own house. And, oh, yes, my house isn't haunted. It wasn't built in 1792. It's only 30 years old. I'm good. I'm golden. Awarded the whole house off from anything coming in, and I still have visitors. So you, you just never know, and that's just, I mean... Just because I happen to be able to speak to those that have passed on doesn't make me any more special than anyone else in this room. Right. So it can happen to anybody, and people don't realize that. No, that's funny. I've actually been on the phone with you. Yes. And things have crashed in the house yes. when you're talking to me. And you're like, <laughs> i got to go investigate, and nothing fell. Right. Like, you Andy, know? stay on the phone with me. I'm scared. <laughs> and, and the weird thing is it's happened when we've been talking about current cases yes, we've been looking it does. into. Yeah. For a while, um, Nicole and I would have conversations, and if we mentioned, like, ghosts, demons, anything we would have to call them unicorns yeah so we have the code word unicorn we want to talk about unicorns today yeah. because you know we made light of the situation but anytime we really got into a, like a deep conversation with anything it happens because they're watching they're listening yeah. and people don't realize that they just think it's like a cookie cutter or a movie it's not like that they're actually they can communicate right um how many times have we been in places and we've seen things or heard things that have communicated back with us immediately or i've walked by and seen something that smiled at me or waved at me yeah they're still a life form right yeah so it makes it mighty interesting yeah and because you know they have their own personality because they they're people too and in, in, in their own form form of energy yes um again it comes down to what is the motivation of the haunting that's that's my key we'll word never is, know. and sometimes yeah but i mean you've helped me in a few cases mm-hmm. where we have uh you know picked up on on, on we have on absolutely uh but it's there's yeah you're right more. it's yeah there's always more and, and it's almost like uh the universe, God, whatever you want to label, it's kind of like, yeah, at this point, as a human being, you're not supposed to know everything just yet. You're so I'm going to tantalize <laughs> you. I'll let you take that picture with the infrared mm-hmm. uh, photography, but what, what good's it going to do you? Yeah. Right. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, go ahead, put it up on your website, but that's it. It's just a picture. <laughs> it d- doesn't mean anything. But no, um, you know, as you say, like uh, communications, one of the things that um, has fascinated me working with um, with uh, psychics um, is, you know, I follow, you know, whoever it is that you, you know, obviously worked with yes. me. You know, what I'm talking about. I won't tell you where I'm taking you. I'll no, tell it's you. Top it's secret. Yeah, and 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 and, and to, when I tell the people uh, that own the house, don't invite your family and friends over because the more people, it's not crowd, a circus. Everyone. Yeah, the more people that crowd the environment, you, you may have Uncle Harry uh, trying to uh, mm-hmm. communicate to Ted, who wanted to come and watch, and that's going to block 
whoever's trying to read the environment. Um, but, you know, you go there and uh, you walk around, and, and I always watch um, you gals and make sure that you're not mumbling, uh, you know, because I know that, you know, when, you, when you're working, sometimes you're having conversations and you don't yeah, realize you're, you don't realize <laughs> you don't you're realize saying it. things out loud while you're having these conversations with, uh, with whoever's in the environment. But I'll be walking around and I'll make sure and I'll tag things. I know you and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, Nicole especially have been really good at tagging things. Um, so, uh, you know, you go back and you listen to the recordings later and you hear these comments that are directly involved in what's being mm-hmm. said. And it's only you, you know, and me, and that and was it. Ghost. And maybe the homeowner walking around quietly mm-hmm. following us around. And then you get these comments. And uh, it's just been absolutely amazing. So anybody who's going, I don't know about psychics. I don't know. I'd rather I'd rather stick with the gadgets. Well, be open-minded. If, you, if you're if you one of those groups that really wants to catch EVPs, find yourself a sensitive, a, a psychic, a spirit right. medium. If you want to capture EVPs, I mean, uh, I mean, one visit with you to uh, the house in Situate that you've helped me with mm-hmm. so much, um, I caught three Class A EVPs walking around with you. Yes. And then you and I followed Nicole around when I got home and played back recordings. Another three mm-hmm. Class A EVPs. Um and you know, and then when you talk about unraveling the mysteries, you know, we'll touch on one that uh, we got with Nicole. You were there, standing off to the side, just minding your own business while Nicole was doing her thing yes. in this backyard. And uh, I, uh, she was picking up on uh, you know the big mystery of the property, mm-hmm. and she goes, "I want to go back over this way." And as we got up to leave the spot we were in, I catch an EVP of a woman saying, "Remember Amy?" Yes, that was and, awesome. And it was like, "Whoa, Amy." Well, it's a very long story for the viewers, so I won't get into it, but there is a, um, a young man who comes to the house and uh, visits the house. He uh, has autism, and the, one of his handlers died a mysterious death that's never been explained. Uh, it, was, it was really tragic, and um, her name was Amy. And this boy has stood in that very same spot in the yard many times before Nicole was there, and I caught that EVP, having a conversation with somebody in that spot in the yard and laughing and giggling. And for those and, that don't know, he's not very verbal at no, all. No, no. Yeah, he, and, and he seems to come out of his shell in this environment. And then to make it even stranger, uh, the homeowner's grandson, who's barely three years old, looks at her and says, Amy's here. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you mean your Aunt Amy? And the little boy looked at his grandmother very confused and went, no, Amy in the backyard, and points right to the corner That's where awesome. we caught the EVP. So... Those are the things that, that, you know, when people say, well, how can you trust psychics? You know, I mean, it's yes, it's really hard to find somebody who isn't a crushed velvet, patchouli-wearing, amulet-covered <laughs> person who wants to believe they're psychic. And, you know, they, they just they just do all this cold reading stuff. Mm-hmm. I've run into those people. Everybody has. It's, and, and that's why, you know, I tell people, I've had to spend a lot of time talking to people and asking around before I started running into people people like you and Nicole and and uh and, and Tiffany and other and other folks like that um but what has really cemented me is when you know you gals have come up with things that later the homeowner goes oh my god I had to bite my tongue when she said that that's exactly what I was telling you has been going on that's in that one of room. my favorite parts of all of this too is because like you said we go in completely cold we have no idea where we're going um I always meet at your house and then it's a mystery ride to right right I mean, look at the time that you brought me to a construction site and I was yeah. wearing shorts and flip-flops. Yeah, and so. I, I was trying to be so vague about that visit. <laughs> you but, but, you know, for the folks at home, uh, again, you know, what, are the, what is it that makes me so, um, you know, uh, convinced that Steph has this ability? Uh, 
we came to a light that was probably what about two, three hundred yards from the site, mm-hmm. and you went, "Oh, you're taking us to that construction site, aren't you?" And they went, "Well, it's a demolition site." And I said, "I know. I'm looking at your shoes, and I'm thinking about nails and everything else you got to, you know, to walk around mm-hmm. in it." And uh, and then um, uh, it was both you and, and Tiffany who were like, yes. "Oh my God, something just happened recently where somebody was almost killed." Mm-hmm. And we, I, I left it at that. I didn't want to tell you what happened. And then when we, you were done doing your walkthrough, to look right at the owner of the company and to not only tell him you had a, an object defy physics and come right at you and you ducked and it crushed the cab of the wrecker you were in. And the whole crew was like, oh, my God. They, I mean, they were they, these burly demolition yes, they guys. they went from making they, fun of us. Yeah, they so. were all like, oh, my, my God. And then and then, and, uh, Tiffany looked at him and said, and you saw your dead brother j- uh, just before you ducked. Mm-hmm. And he didn't tell me that. He didn't tell anybody that. But that's what caused him to duck. He's in a, he's in a crane demolishing an old mill and looks over, and there's his dead brother standing right outside. And in his, his head, he heard duck. Mm-hmm. And he went under. And what did you gals end up telling them? The spirits are angry that you're ripping down the mill. They don't know why you're doing it. They want you to know that if they wanted you dead, they could have. They were just trying to get your attention. Mm-hmm. But to see the look in all those guys' faces with the, you know, what you were coming out with, you knew nothing about it, and you were talking about the experiences that they were having. And by the way, um, that case ended up in a DEM publication yes, on waste removal mm-hmm. and asbestos removal <laughs> because part of the this dry industry article was what do you do if you're tearing down an old building and ghosts don't want you tearing down the old building right so they actually wrote it up in this dry article that if you think you're dealing with the supernatural in an old building you're tearing Call down Andrew Lake. Find, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well they basically said find a, a reputable ghost yes. hunter and a psychic and the weird thing was as they were communicating with a guy out west mm-hmm. about a, a mill he was taking down and it happened to them he's like yeah i got guys who won't even come to work now yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, we had this happen in Rhode Island. Well, what did you do? We brought in a ghost hunter, and he brought in some psychics. <laughs> they had a conversation with the folks, and all it all well stopped. Right and, and now the mill's gone. And, yep. and uh, you know, that's, that's just it. And a funny side note, I don't think I ever told you this. I got an email from somebody who saw that on Channel 10. Really? And said, hey, what about the old building right across the street from where that mill used to stand? The Remember one that the we old were building? checking out? Yes, yeah. And I just kept and she staring goes, at And she goes, I, I walk by that building on a regular basis. And I, and I said, the mill always used to give me the creeps, but I always used to wonder about that building, too. Yes. And I wrote back to her, I said, that's so funny. Both the psychics I brought picked up on that building, too, as we were parking <laughs> Every the car. floor I would walk in and just stare <laughs> out the window and go, Andy, can we go there next? Yeah, yeah. They're all over there. We yeah. actually, that whole day, we had about four stops, and it was a whole mystery ride. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And it, we went everywhere from demolition sites to playing with peacocks and horses. Yeah, we literally to, went from the north of Rhode Island yes, to the south of Rhode Island and then back to the everywhere. center. But I love that part of it because I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on. But I it's almost like a test for myself because as long as I've been doing this, I don't know how to be any other way. But I still like to surprise myself. Yeah. As crazy as that sounds, it's fun for me. I enjoy it. So, you know turning down side streets and not knowing where we're going and i'm already telling you details about where oh, we're going well the very same day you're talking about when we're heading down south i looked it up on google where yes. the, the street was because it was in the country and i'm gonna go right by the street don't realize it and you go andrew you're gonna go by the street <laughs> and i'm jacking up my liberty going oh my god you're right i am i'm going right yep. by the street and i looked at her i was like you don't know where i'm taking you right? i've never been there before <laughs> but you were absolutely right that was the, the turn i was supposed to take yep i'm born and raised in new bedford massachusetts i know nothing about rhode island yeah, all but, i know is they have terrible drivers yeah, but, but that uh, <laughs> that was 
uh, very that was funny. a fun day. But yeah. I love that part of it because, and my favorite part about working with you is you do all the extensive historical research beforehand. You know I try. Where, you know where we're going. You've done extensive research with the homeowner to find out exactly what's going on, and then any historical documents attached to the the site. So anything that I do say or I do come up with, if you don't know about it, you go back and do the research, and you come back to me and say, "Hey, remember that thing that you were talking about?" And it that? just happened recently. Yeah. Uh, uh, Steph did uh, 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 brought her table to do some table tipping at a location that I've been investigating for five years. And we were getting communication from somebody who spelled out the name George. And we couldn't understand where that was coming from. And we wondered if the other person we were talking to might have been someone named Gilbert, who mm-hmm. lived in the house that we knew for sure, who had just passed away from cancer at another location. Right. Well, uh, somebody who was there that night was absolutely skeptical. Another investigator was allowed to come along and, yes. and literally told Stephanie that she faked the whole thing. And he was really disappointed and he thought the whole thing was a bunch of nonsense and, and, and all that. Well, uh, the, uh, the teenager with autism mm-hmm. uh, over the last month has been at the, this house and well over a year since we did that table tipping. It's been a while, yes. He starts pacing. At least. Yeah, he starts pacing back and forth and starts going, George, George. He doesn't have any George in his life. Mm-hmm. Two weeks goes by. I got the phone call and heard it myself over the phone. He started pacing hectically up and uh, down, and he kept saying, Gilbert's alive. Gilbert's alive. So they're the two names that we got you know, connected to, to the communication through that board. And some of the answers we got were... We're pretty interesting. Right. And to make it clear to everybody that is listening, this boy does not live in the house. No, we're... no. He only he only visits, uh, you know, uh, a couple of times a week, yes. uh, you know, when he's not at school and and uh, hangs out with the other uh, homeowner who, who um, you know, helps him with his uh, uh, with, with, with just learning how yes. to how to cope with, with life. And and uh, they have a they have a wonderful relationship. And the thing that they first noticed is, you know. They knew they had a haunted house, but they weren't going to tell anybody that. You know, well, I'm taking care of your, your son. Yes. We're at a haunted house. Well, they just stayed and tell anybody that. But when he started having conversations and mentioning names that, right. you know, you and a few other psychics that I brought to the house, brought a total of five women mm-hmm. to this house, and it's all meshed with everybody said. Um, but, you know, for him to be having conversations and mentioning, and then this grandson who's now learning to speak, He's talking about the same people. Yes. Uh, there's two children that come and play with him in the house. Yes. And they show up right where you gals say they show up. You've showed the spot in the house where these kids come, and now her grandson is standing in that room. And she said to him one day, hey, why don't you come and watch uh, you know, TV with uh, Grandma? No, I'm waiting for the boy and girl to come and play with me. And what's the girl's name? Stella. The same name Interesting. that the teenage boy gave us right. talking about his friends that hang out in the, in the sunroom. It's amazing. So anybody who's like, well, Andy, again, how can you how can you have so much faith in, in working with these gals? I mean, how can you? Um, I don't know. How can you trust this electronic thing that's never been tested and never been proven that goes, whoop, 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 beep, 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 and the light goes <laughs> off on it? Yeah, you know, you can have a theory. Mm-hmm. And, and again, you know, I don't mean to sound arrogant about this because I have been around some ghost hunting gadgets that have done things that I've been standing there going, whoa. Yeah. I heard that voice just come out of that, you know, that box or, you know, whatever. Um, just recently at the Mark Twain house in, uh, in Hartford at the Legend Trips event, you know, Jeff Belanger, one of the biggest skeptics on the planet, <laughs> set up this new ghost radar thing that uh, uses a Wii game radar. The connect. Yeah. yeah, the Connect, and, and also an infrared camera. And <laughs> I have no, I'm not a gadget guy, but I have no explanation how an infrared anomaly 
was being being recorded at the same time a stick figure the same size like a child yes. was being recorded by two different cameras. So I'm not a total skeptic when it comes to gadgets, but I, I don't know. I, I'm just I kick it old school. I was going to say I, I faith, old school myself, and I, and I have more faith in human psychic ability than I do (laughs) yeah than I do in a flashlight but but again like I said anybody who wants to work with with gadgets you know do so because you may have a moment that's you know I haven't had well what most people don't realize is when the people using the gadgets the origin of using the gadgets are just extension of the human uh, senses people have lost sight of that yeah Well, well seriously the the cameras that they're using, seeing infrared and ultraviolet, depending upon that's what they're cool. using, that's, that's be- a new tool. But it's it's just an extension of mm-hmm. your eyesight, and you know the yeah. audio recorders will hear frequencies your ears right. don't. The right. Extension of your ears, the meters that we have, you know, like temperature meters, thermometers. Your skin can you know, feel that. Yes, and yeah. and EMF meters, the galvanic responses and stuff like that. And we even have ion meters, which mm-hmm. work similar to how your nose works. Mm-hmm. And if you're tasting ghosts, then yeah, you've yeah, got yeah, issues. But yeah. you know, yeah, it gets a little weird. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but the point just... is, the gadgets are just uh, there to augment your senses. Yeah, yeah. I and think a lot of people lose sight of that now, and they just they feel like they need to spend the hundreds of thousands of dollars on. I mean, a K2 meter is the same as a ghost meter. It's the same as this. It's the same as that. And they don't realize it's all the same thing. Yeah, yeah. it's all electromagnetic frequency You can't just stick it around a room and then expect it to, you know, give you the answer that you're looking for. I think that they use it at almost like a handicap. They're using it but having no idea what it's right. actually doing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They just feel that they need that in order to communicate, which is not Because the they saw it on TV. That does that. That kind of ruins. But a lot but of again, you know, the the thing that helps, you know, having you know somebody with the, the ability such as yourself there is, you're able to again pick up, like I said, motive. What is the motive of the haunting? What is what is the problem? Um, you know, is it is somebody angry about the new wallpaper you put up, or or, or is this going to turn into a real problem where this this entity is not going to leave you alone because it's just a miserable right. sob? So when you're able to go, no, the what happened in the kids' room with the bottle and the blanket that wasn't aggressive. He was actually trying to help, and he's really sorry he scared you and the kid. So, Anything can be misinterpreted. So that can calm you know folks down. You know, and, and a gadget. I just you know, it's you know, some people when you come in, I'll say you know, I'll ask them, what are you looking for? What kind of help do you want me to to catch evidence so you can tell your smart aleck brother in law, ha ha ha, you explain this thing the guy right. caught? Because I'll do that for you. I'll come and I'll, <laughs> and I'll bring some other colleagues mm-hmm. who have great equipment, and we'll sit around your house, and you guys go to a movie, and maybe we will catch something, and I can give it to you to go. Hey, look, there's a souvenir of your haunting. But more, more times than not, people are just going, no, I want to know what this thing is. Is and do I have to move? Yes. Because if that happens with the door one more time, I'm, I'm, I, I've run out of underwear. You know, it's like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Should I stay here? Yep. And, and, and and more times than not, you know, I try to tell people it's, you know, you know, the whole satanic demon stuff. It makes great stories, but it doesn't happen that often. Hollywood it does. loves it. It does happen. You know, there are, there, are, there are non-human things that do terrorize people, and I leave that to those you know, those specialists. Yep. But uh, a lot of times you're just dealing with somebody who's confused, lost, and miserable. I mean, Right, and most of the time all that crazy energy that you're feeling, that overwhelmed, that scared feeling is because somebody's standing right in front of you going, Hi, help, yeah. can you see me, can you hear me? Um, and I think that's where you know people really is start. Is your name Tommy? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, people start to lose fact of, you know, you can go in with wires upon yeah. know, wires. And I trust me, I've seen some pretty serious investigations and tons and tons of suitcases full of equipment. That's great. You could walk into a place and get no hits on any meters, no EVPs whatsoever, and you could, you know, just walk out and say your house isn't haunted. See you later. That yeah. doesn't mean that they, you know, it's yeah. haunted or it's not haunted. You it can go to the same. Here's another analogy that I like. You can go to the same pond, fish for a day, catch nothing, go back the following day, and break up. Have a great day, exactly. Yeah. Now, fishing is a great analogy for what for what we do. It is. It's true. It, it, it doesn't mean that there's no fish in the pond. It just means that they didn't feel like. And I've, and I've told people that who, who are like, you know, well, while you're here, yeah, I would like to see if you could catch, you know, you know, any mm-hmm. voices or whatever. Okay, Which is I'll, great. I'll bring my equipment. But I've always, or also told them, I said, look, I've had, I've had spirit mediums and psychics tell me that when we've walked into environments that they take one look at me and go, I know what he's all about. I'm not going to cooperate. I'm going to go in the closet <laughs> and I know what that, I know. I know what that woman's all about. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to cooperate. And I've told people, look, it may, I may have to come here several times. I believe we've got a recording of them talking about not. Yeah. Yes. West yeah, House. yeah, they'll yeah. talk to me, but they won't talk to you. It yeah. happened at the fearing. Oh, they, too. they called me by name at the yeah. Sam West House and told me to shut up. Yeah. It's one of the best EVPs right. I ever. But they caught. liked Minis. What was wrong with them? Uh, the kids did. The, the, so the little weird. kids. I get along great with yeah, kids. Yeah, you think alike. Yeah, but um, no, it's uh, I, I, like I said. I don't mean to knock anybody who works, you know, with gadgets. Right. By all means, experiment because, like I said, you know that that gadget that uh, Jeff Belanger has. We've on two Legend Trips events. Right. We've caught. The one at uh, the Victorian in Gardner, yes. where a stick figure appeared and walked through a wall where yes. the homeowner said there used to be a door there. <laughs> and yep. you couldn't see there that there used to be a door there at, right now at this time. But that blew Jeff Belange's mind. And now, you know. I love it. Yeah, I love, I love seeing, because Jeff's like, show me the money. It happened to you. It didn't happen to me. But he was there. Well, I was he there when he caught it. his first EVP. I was standing in the room. Yeah. And I yeah. said, Weird, you had a psychic with you. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and again, right back to it. But, you know, uh, this case in Situate, um, you know, talk about the EVPs. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. We're going to take a small break, quick, break and we'll be back in one minute. Yeah, we'll be back here on WBSM 1420 right after this break. If you want to call in uh, with your questions for Andy, it's one 996 1420 or 508-996-0500. Or you can tweet us at SpookySC or hit us up on on Facebook, or you can send us an email, spookycrew at Smoke Signal. Yes. Pigeons. Carrier Pigeon. Anyway, you can. Zeppelin. <laughs> All right, we'll be back after the break. It's funny, isn't it? How everybody in town's afraid of you. What's going to happen tomorrow is going to happen, and all your worry in the world isn't going to change that. Spooky South Coast is back. everyone we are back in our second hour of spooky south coast on wbsm 1420 and we're here with our guest andrew lake we're going to take a small break from andrew lake and talk to you about our upcoming events we are we have a, a legend trip event coming up at the uh called the uh, spirit spirits of the murdoch whitney house that's in winchin in massachusetts um i have personally never been to this house neither have but, i but it looks really cool right it was built in uh, 18 in the 1830s 1820 between 1820 and 1830 and uh and this is ne- this house has never been open to paranormal investigation so it's an historic society's headquarters isn't it right 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 
and uh, Dustin Pari is going to be there. Andrew and his Lakers. hair. And his fabulous and, hair. And his fabulous hair. And Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully he's going to bring Dunkin' Donuts to everybody. <laughs> we were just, uh, Tim and I were just talking about this this morning, about donut holes yeah. and how I can eat a million oh, donut know. holes but only two donuts. It's strange. It's I know I can eat a whole container of right. donut holes. I don't know why. Right. And then it, it hurts later. You right. should look into hot dog holes. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to check out uh, the spirit, Spirits of the Murdoch Whitney House, go to legendtrips.com. And uh, tickets are only $99. I think there's only eight tickets left as of this morning. Okay. Wow. Um, but they do sell out very quickly. So that go to legendtrips.com. Saturday, July 12th. Right. For those of you that don't know. Because right, I didn't say it. So, yeah, you didn't. So, so I didn't. you're fired. You. Hey, um, <laughs> so for those of you that have never been to a Legend Trips, or if you're returning, wonderful family member of Legend Trips, definitely make it out to this because this is a once in a lifetime. Right, and it's not just a paranormal investigation too. It's a you get a fabulous pizza dinner yes. and salad, and you get snacks and whatever cookies. There's always surprises, and you get to hang out with amazing people. Dustin Perry will be there. I'm going to be there. Matt Cost is going to be there. We all know that. Jeff Belanger, Andrew Lake, Matt Moniz, maybe myself. We'll see. Mm. And um, we have an amazing time. There's lectures. There's dinner. There's tons of one-on-one time with all these amazing people and ghosts. And on quite a few of our Legend Tripping events, things have happened. Yes, we have right, a great right. time. Like you mentioned earlier at the uh, yeah. Mark Twain house with the Connect system. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was fabulous. Pretty you can see that video actually up on YouTube. It's Yeah, it's worth checking out. Mm. I'm not sure if I... I believe D- they have the Gardner one up as well. Oh, yeah? Is, yeah. Uh, is the the DVR... The, um, I know the the first video that was up was a camera shot that someone took yeah, of, Jeff, Jeff of said, the screen. Jeff said one of the uh, the, the, uh, the connectors wasn't good. Oh, and, really? And the DV, uh, DVR recording just mm. wasn't... It's there, but it's not as good yeah. as what, what one of the, the guests did with a handheld camera. Right. I'm going to blame that on the ghost. Is yeah. it, it always seems to happen. When in doubt. Right. Yeah. Just blame, blame, blame ghosts. the ghosts. Yeah. All right. Anyway... So that's uh, legendtrips.com. Check it out. $99. And that is July Saturday, July 12th in Winchenden, Massachusetts. All right, we're going to take one final break for the hour, and then we are going to continue the discussion with Andrew Lake and Stephanie Burke and Matt Moniz and me, Matthew Costa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back after this quick break. A good evening. Uh, do not attempt to adjust your radio. There is nothing wrong. We have taken control as to bring you this special show. Spooky South Coast is back. Everybody be cool. You be cool. Hello, we are finally back for our last half of the show. We are here with Andrew Lake, and we're talking about the ghosts of Rhode Island, the ghosts of New England, the ghosts of everywhere, because Andy knows everything. (laughs) I'm so excited to hear more. So we left off earlier. We were talking about the house in Situate. Yeah. And, uh, and talking about psychic mediums. Yep. And and we were also like just, you know... uh, uh, some of the replies that you know we've, we've caught on, on EVPs, um, and and one that we caught with you that I thought was really really humorous, 
uh, we were following mm-hmm. Nicole through the house and just letting her do her thing. And we were heading downstairs, uh, keeping some distance from her. And a mosquito was flying around the stairwell. And Step is doing her best to, to get an aim on it. And she hits it and gets it against the wall and, like, kind of sort of kills it. It's not quite dead. <laughs> it's and it's stuck against the wall and kind of flopping a little bit. And she says to me, remind me that's there so I can get it later. And then she turns around and goes, so it doesn't bite anyone else. And clear as a bell, we get an EVP of a woman with a flat-toned voice go, that's banal. They didn't like my, yeah. my joke, folks. But what was even uh, more interesting is that same exact voice was caught in that same locale with another uh, psychic, a woman named Terry Jamros, mm-hmm. uh, a nurse from Boston who came down. Uh, she was in the same area talking about, you know, do, you, do people hear screaming in the house? Because I can hear screaming. And the answer was yes, but we weren't going to say anything. And uh, when she was all done talking about the violence on that property long before the house was built and this woman screaming, when she was all done, the same flat-toned voice said, I can't help that. Yep. So It's amazing. That house is absolutely amazing, but, but each one has a different voice. But different I, I really do believe that human psychical energy will pull them out of the environment, even yes. if they're trying to resist you and, um, and, and, and make comments. Um, uh, another cute one with you was uh, you were you were picking up on on uh, Ryan the teenage boy yes and uh, you, little did you know there was a picture of him turned the other way <laughs> facing away from you and I catch a class A EVP of someone it seemed like they were right behind you saying that's not Anne Marie and Anne Marie's the homeowner yes and it left me with the feeling that a couple of spirits came walking up because of your energy saw you and stopped Snuck and up went on me. whoa. That's not the homeowner. That's not mm-hmm. that's not Anne Marie. So whether they wanted to make themselves known or not didn't matter. I think I think the combination They were uh, checking me out. Yeah, you're they were hunting me. Because <laughs> you know, as I've always said, I think people such as yourself are kinda like a candle flame in the dark. It's and a true. spirit in the void wandering around like a moth and it sees that flame and will go to it. Yep. And even I think the most stubborn of spirit will get you know, caught with their, their, their guard down and, and, and you will either have uh, maybe something move, something bang. You'd be surprised. Even even if they don't really want to communicate, they'll let that be known too because I can see them. They can see me. And um, I do have the gift of being able to see them physically as well, not just to be able to sense them or hear them or see things in my mind's eye. So I'll look right at them and they'll just, you know, either be like, nope, no thanks. Yep. See you later. Oh, you had so, in one case. We were in a, in a house here uh, in Wareham and you said the, 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 the guy who built the house was standing in front of all these other people yes and he was telling them nobody says a word mm-hmm. this is my house so you were saying there were so many people in that house that probably had great stories to tell yes. us but this guy was all like you know i'm the, the man of the house here i'm the one who does all the talking that was the day that poor Minis had to follow me around and i had a double kidney infection yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i remember that i wasn't sure if i could even perform so to but, speak and but the the hits and then later when we sat down with both you and tiffany rice and you guys yep. turned out we'd separated you two and you were telling Matt one story and yes. Tiffany was telling me the same story downstairs Which is and awesome. then when you guys were done talking Matt was then going you know what's really weird what you said is part of a, a folk story connected to the mm-hmm. property it's been a believed history of the property and again anybody who asked me how can you have so much faith in, in these psychics how can you believe them it's a little hard to dismiss. Well, you guys have looked at us almost like another tool in the toolbox. Yes. Um, a lot of groups will bring in someone and automatically trust them from the get-go and tell them where they're going and everything yeah, like that. Yep. I don't feel like that's the way to go. 
but we're we all kind of did it as a science experiment so to speak and you know let's see what happens and i want to know am i right or am i wrong and you know because everybody has some sort of self-doubt and jumping in the car with either of you is just like yep sure where are we going take me to wherever well i've taken to a few spots that i regretted there was one where i had to buy you a really nice lunch because that (laughs) uh you know you know they they, you know we we ghost hunters will tell anybody up and coming wanting to be a ghost hunter you know they ask about you know reading people because you have to be a bit of a cop when you you interview somebody and uh, I misread somebody on the phone and felt sympathy for them. They kind of tricked you. And uh, went down there to, uh, we never saw so many prescription drugs in our life. We were literally right. stepping on the pills in the house. However, she was experiencing paranormal activity. She was, and she did need help. Yeah. And yeah. everything happens for a reason. It was just a very strange Oh, it situation. was just, it was just one of those moments. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, so there's nothing we can do for this poor no, person. But I'm a cheap date too. My yeah, whole yeah. drive through works yeah, for me. Yeah, that's true. I'm driving around going, you want to go? to that restaurant no no we can go to pizza hut i'm like no yeah, i was totally fine with pizza hut and it's funny because we'll be you know in the car with andrew and all of a sudden it's like he has two five-year-olds in the car three five-year-olds and i'll be like awful awful yeah newport awful, creamy awful, newport creamery stop the car <laughs> yeah i had to pull a hard right in greenville to yes. go get awful awfuls <laughs> so we need to fuel up and yeah. you know what people don't realize um even like the the time that we went to south county mm-hmm. um you know we think that was like our third stop of the day and you, know, you try to cram it in but it does get tiring and i remember just and i laugh about it to the for years i had my forehead up against the window in your car you were driving my eyes were half closed and i was shoving cape cod chips in my yeah, mouth yeah. and chewing them with my eyes closed i was so, <laughs> so tired. tired so it does take a huge toll on you but any type of greasy food works for me so you know you don't need to buy me a, a, a good lunch or a fancy lunch pizza hut mcdonald's anything that has a ton of grease just yeah fills me right back up and i'm ready to go to the next spot so we have so much fun and that's the part that i love about this is you meet genuine friends and you make genuine connections and it's important because we're all out for the same reason as to help the people that ask for it and because are strange, you know, I, I had a woman uh, involved with television was interviewing me uh, uh, for information, and she was like, "So, uh, how much do you make doing this?" And I'm like, "Oh, I, nothing. I don't make, <laughs> I don't make anything." She's like, "Well, how does that work for you?" I'm saying, "Well, you don't understand the reward if somebody is willing." to let you come into their home and drop their guard. I mean, basically drop their pants and just yeah. go, look, I got to, you know, to expose this really strange thing. And I'm embarrassed to even tell you, I don't know who you are. You're a right. stranger. For somebody to invite me in and share their personal stories as, as a paranormal researcher, that's like a bag of gold right. because someone's story with some little incidental detail, like they make a comment about how the environment felt before the apparition appeared. And then like, what a dozen, you know, situations later you're down the road you're interviewing somebody else about their experience and then they make that same almost word for word comment yes. about like you know how the room felt before the apparition came through and that's that's a nugget of gold for me that's something to tuck away and go hmm that's something to consider you know yes. and then it, that's also another one of those tags where you know you're you're not talking to somebody with an active overactive imagination uh they're lonely and they're hoping somebody will come and share their delusion with them or to be published in your next book yeah or or in a, what happens <laughs> yep. a lot unfortunately with these horrible ghost shows there are people who literally want you to come and investigate because they want to go on tv yes and i'll tell you those people that's usually a red flag for me it's like yeah maybe the place is haunted but i'm just not here 
because somebody wants their 15 minutes uh, yes. you know, of fame. But no, I mean, uh, uh, the rewards I get just from sitting with people and, and hearing their stories and their experiences and then how it helps me in other people's cases. Because you start to learn these characteristics from the other side of the veil. Because as we've been saying, they don't always cough up the information. They right. They, you know, you get to meet different characters to get different stories. Yeah. And that's happened in a bunch of different places we've been to. And you have a genuine passion for what you do, just like I do. So I feel like it it does help you and it does it helps yeah. others all at the same time well again i'm at the i'm at the, the situate uh, library and I'm, I'm looking up information because we are under the strong impression all the gals have said it that this one of the spirits the most active there he was connected to one of the mills nearby yes. and i just had so much trouble finding information on this old hamlet that got closed down when the reservoir got built but it didn't get flooded mm-hmm. it was part of the reservoir property and uh you know just looking for it and then finally found written in 1933 by some elderly woman before she passed away she wrote down all her recollections of that area right around the case we've been working on and uh there's the name george he was one of the supervisors for the mill there's the guy and and not only that the woman went to the trouble to mention that he was well liked and respected and as you said only good people come to the board people have been to the light and it seemed like this guy was trying to help us with the mystery uh and then to see that name to be sitting there you know tired reading all afternoon and just going down and then boom and nicole said something she said i'm getting like a thorpe or thorpson well one of the guys involved with the mill was connected to a very important family in rhode island and it's almost the same name except it's a t it's thornton Hmm. Now, any members of the Thornton family out there, don't worry. I'm not about to track you down and, and connect you to some evil ghost or anything. Yep. But it's amazing that Nicole was got that. And she turned and looked at me and was struggling with it. And she said, it's Thorpe's, it's Thorpe's son, it's Thorpe something. And, and remember, and, and then we were to find in that, that other mill. Remember that plaque that we f- we found with the exact name that she had said? Oh, yeah. It was a Thorpe. Yeah. And we were in a mill. Yep. Not not too far from and a lot of Rhode Island families like other families you know they um, uh, you know that's one of the things they made money on you know right. Wilkinson and Slater and all those guys they may have had other other lines of uh, work and, and, and income but uh, mills were, were profitable hell you get some orphans in there and that's you know, exactly how yeah, it was kid, back you know, then. orphans get grinded up get some more orphans you know yep. we're, we're making a profit here you know so we are getting to the close of the show um, I want everybody to know at home how to reach you. Okay, First. well, greenvilleparanormal.com, and my email is greenvillepr at yahoo.com. Right, and you are interested in residential cases? Anything? Oh, anything. Any, okay. Anybody wants to bring anything, even an old family story, if you've got a really cool old family story. But uh, the 29th of uh, this month, mm-hmm. I will be at 30 Main Street, which is Rising Lotus. In one socket. In one socket, Rhode Island. I will be talking about the ghosts of Foster, one of my favorite topics. I never stop researching this town. Uh, it's just amazing. And then, of course, in July 19th and 20th, I'll be at the uh, Ocean State Paracon, which is for the American Autism Society. Yes. Which I think is very fitting. Um, you know, like I said, uh, there's a, a boy with autism who's become very important to me, and, and I get such a kick out of, you know, th- this kid has been such an enormous help. I don't right. think anybody else uh, wired the way you and I are wired could could come up with right. so many helpful comments this kid has done. Uh, he's he's just a he's good an kid. kid. He, he's just an amazing kid. Uh, he's uh, and uh, I just um, I think that's uh, something we should all keep in mind about uh, you know people with autism. They, Absolutely, they have a gift, not a problem. They're, they're very very agree. special people. So you'll be doing a talk. 
yes. at there? And what's what's the type of love you talk? Oh, the talk the talk at the uh, Ocean State Paracon will be working with psychics. Um, okay. I, I, I'm predicting there'll probably be all twelve people in the room when I <laughs> when I give that talk. But I'm hoping that I will catch the interest of some people and maybe just uh, kind of open their mind on well, it. Well, you have great stories to tell. I've seen your your whole setup, and um, it's an amazing. For everybody that hasn't seen it yet, I've seen it a few times, but it changes every time I see it. And I, I always listen to the, the ladies or the gentlemen that are sitting in the um, the audience and hearing their their reactions to what you're saying. Like, wow, did you hear that? Because you'll play EVPs yeah. and things like that. So it's really cool when people have a really you know general interest in it. So yeah, one of the go yeah great. one of the nicest things that a talk I gave guy walked up to me goes you know I never believe in this stuff and he looked at me for a second he goes but after listening to you I think I'm going to rethink things yeah. Mm-hmm. That was one of the yeah. nicest things anybody could have said to me after one of my talks. Yeah, it's um, it's a cool thing because you open people's minds, and that's what I tell everybody all the time is, I'm not here to convince you of anything. If you are curious, I'm here to just open your mind to the possibility mm-hmm. of something that you never thought was yeah. you know, able to happen or even existed. So it does, changing people's minds one, yeah. one mind at a time. Or opening them. Maybe yes, not so much changing them. them, opening them. Opening them. I like that. All right. Sounds good. Yes. I like it. You kicking us off air now? We are. Yeah, we do have to go. Wrap it up. That's it. (laughs) Well, thank you, everybody, for listening tonight. And thanks for having me. Yes, we had an amazing time. And Tim will be back next week, so you won't be tortured with me or Matt Costa. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully, Tim will be back next week here on Spooky South Coast on AM 1420 WBSM. I want to thank everyone for uh, joining us tonight. Andrew Lake, of course, author of Ghost Hunting Southern New England. That's correct. I said it correctly. I'm clear as I just wanted to say it correctly <laughs> before we leave. Second chances. All right. For the whole spooky crew here in, where are we? Fairhaven? Yeah. Yes. All right. We want everyone to stay spooktacular. I think. <laughs> that my time here has not been easy, and what you have just heard was not fiction. Although... In many a desperate moment, I most certainly wish it had been. It's over for now, it seems. Or at least, until yesterday begins again. Tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. Look, I know the supernatural is something.